At this point, you should be on the frame with a film strip title that says Oral Hygiene. Welcome to Oral Hygiene. It's the podcast where we talk about educational films, caught films, experimental films, interesting documentaries. This is Matt here today. With me is that young bad boy of cringe comedy, Mark Malik. Ah, why did the airplane okay. what's the deal with why did my arms so tired? Except was- I flew in for my ex-wife. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the 47th president of the United States, Mark Malik. Hey, legally, I could be. Yeah, Can't yeah. That, I, that it's impossible. Yeah, that would can. be pretty incredible. That, that, that's incredible because you are the 47th president. See, I tied it all together in the end. That's what that's we're doing incredible. today. How can anyone be the 47th president of the United States? By following the 46th? That's incredible. Okay. <laughs> so that's what we're doing today. The show from yeah. the, the notorious show from the early 80s, which I had burned into my psych as a, a toddler. I remember seeing it a lot. And um, I, I still want to see a, um, you know, an album cover, you know, with the, uh, the brown, that's incredible brown and the white copper plate lettering. And the name of the band would be Knucking Futs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would really like the jacket that they were advertising at the end of the show. Oh yeah, I wanted the jacket. It was like members only with their uh, with their name stenciled on the back. Yeah, it was like silver members only jacket. <laughs> I, I looked and it is not easy to. It does exist though. You can find it if you want it. If you really want it, it's more just you can see a picture of it if you go to the right Tumblr. Ah, okay. Anyway, we're we're kind of skipping. That's incredible. Yeah, we're not, we were not going from the start here. This is this is season one, episode four. So, um, you know, spo- spoiler warning. So this would be 1980 then. Yeah, I think. I mean, you know, it's uh, basically I went on YouTube and found one that didn't look like crap. And, you know, this one looked relatively crisp. So I was like, let's go with it. It's very interesting. I'll bring that up later. How interesting it is that it's 1980. Um, there. It didn't have two segments that are seared into my brain from this show, which um, is one with the kid that didn't have any. It was like a eight year old kid and he didn't have any arms. So he had to drive the farm truck with his legs. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, why why is he driving the truck at all? Can't have them not doing child labor. And then one like, look at all these weird people that it was like showing like a, a Native American sweat house, but like trying to show it as like some amazing, insane like thing that they were doing. This this factory in Singapore has mastered the art of getting shirts made for cents on the dollar. Yeah, that's basically how it was, because I go in a sauna like twice a week now. Right. So and, and also, yeah. I, I, th- I remember they were saying it's like it's like one hundred and twenty five degrees in there, which isn't that hot for a sauna, I think. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think uh, this show is, 
I feel like it's very ahead of its time. The editing, the pacing, the pacing is modern. The sensationalism, maybe it, it at least is trying to hit the level of sensationalism we're bombarded with every day here in the 21st century. Right. Maybe um, there's there are a few things that are just like, what? Well, I, okay. I felt like it was uh, like, you know, Garth Pinky's feature news. <laughs> yeah, or you mentioned Look Around You in your notes. That's like a perfect example. Almost, because that's supposed to be British stuff, right? But it's the same yeah. general vibe. Yeah. So you said you never saw this one? Uh, no, I don't have a much of a history with the show. I didn't really, it wasn't really part of my upbringing. But you said it had some notoriety. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I know I know of it. I guess I always sort of thought it was like Ripley's Believe It or Not, but it feels like maybe not as cool as that. I think. Well, I think sometimes it could be. Uh, the the particular episode we chose was well, it was, it was the episode we chose, right? So. Yeah, of course. I I think there's a little bit more of a um, good. Do you remember when on Sunday after, or maybe Saturday after all the cartoons were there, there would be like good news, and it would be an hour that was only like uplifting things like look at this duck and how it was rescued things like that it's political assassinations a cross between those things like it doesn't have that edge of like but i mean i don't know if ripley's believe it or not really had that much but regular tv series either so. i think they did at some point but I, I'm, I'm not quite sure this, this to me is sort of the uh whack feature yeah. news standard of the early 80s wait didn't dean kane host a, a version of ripley's believe it or not maybe they're getting out of my wheelhouse um that age well i believe this show is referenced in the um in the black flag song tv party uh-huh. oh yeah they, they did reference it right yeah so at least has that like um cred or whatever um yeah my first note is you know salon quality hair for all oh yeah how <laughs> is that possible all right, so That's are we incredible. going to sort of address everything in order because there's a lot to get to here? Yeah, there's what three or four stories. So, uh, what what is the first one? Um, well, technically, see. the first thing you see is a sword swallower. But they get back to him, so I feel like we should like wait on that. But also, he saws more swords in the beginning than he does the middle. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but he has a- he has her shove it in later. <laughs> that is that was interesting. We'll get to that. Right um let's see we have a little bit of ba- a million dollars in basketball i, I don't know yeah, maybe that's not worth responding to first. sorry did i spoil it rap basketball yeah yeah they, i don't they, care they, about they, basketball you're like wow it's it's a little bit shorter of a players and i literally thought it was going to be like little person basketball <laughs> and then it was rats instead i was like whoa yeah okay so- I just thought they were living, you know, Star Trek's games of Triskelon, you know, when you think about it, because they're being yeah. taken by these. I mean, yeah, again, to the rats were the um, the the all powerful creature just putting them in horrible situations. So I, I guess yeah, rat I mean, basketball is better and like having, you know, like perfume tested on your eyeballs. I, I do think that in real basketball, they should crawl over each other like the rats did like a lot. Yeah, that would be cool. It would, it might, that would be like like what gay porn basketball. It's only gay if you put it in. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we have like 
that was awesome wonky synth analog synth uh, accompanying the rats that was fun so for sure i can't believe they um hired a real uh, announcer guy to so please don't time. please don't show the replay. I guess I was tired of watching it because I just don't I'm not interested in basketball. Yeah, me neither. I really tuned out everything except for I just sort of like let the rats wash over me. I'm pretty bored by sports and, and then even in terms of sports, I'm bored by basketball. So and I'm bad at it. I'm really, really bad at basketball. Would I? I'm uh, OK at it. I was no, sort of tall when I was a child. So they were like, you play basketball. I was okay. pretty tall too, but I was a total suck at basketball. So I don't yeah, want to play. I, don't want to play that. Okay. Anything sports related, but so let's 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 move on because we don't care about sports. That's what happens sometimes. I'm teaching like a private student. I'm like, okay, you choose a topic, and they ask me a sport question. I'm like, eh, I'm not that in sports. How about you? Oh, I'm not in sports. I'm like, well, why'd you talk about it? <laughs> I'm trying to give you like some the opportunity to talk about something you want to talk about. It's like I want to talk about something I'm not interested in. <laughs> yeah, there are a couple of podcasts where they sort of cover current events and they have to throw sports in there. And it's like, okay, words, blood, blood, blood. That's kind of what we're doing now, though, isn't it? So moving on yes, to the uh, a porn stash in the lottery, because your life has no success without a shitload of money earned. It's incredible. That, that- it is. I did think she, it was funny she that, think that she, she didn't think that she would win the lottery and then she did. Can that's incredible. That's so incredible. Yeah. Someone won the lottery that, it, that I think legally has to have a winner. White people with money. It's in, she probably has too many kids until she got. Also, you know, if you're listening to this, take the lump sum. 38, 750 a year. Yeah. You take the lump sum. The lump sum is probably like 60% of the total. Yeah. Take it all. Invest it. You might be dead next year. That's true. Because you only get it. They dole it out real slowly, which yeah. does make sense, of course. I mean, you can't really just. Yeah. That's, I guess that's how we actually or, run a lottery. Or you take the lump sum where you get like 60% of it right away. And then, you know. Oh, you, that's what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. You, you, Typically, maybe not in Kansas. Is that what that was? Oklahoma? Nebraska? Somewhere out. Midwest? Bolivia? Wherever. You you can take the lump sum or take the month, the yearly payment. Usually you get less money for the lump sum. Take all the money up front. But but when you do that, you can invest it. Also, you can just go ahead. Right. So you're going to ruin your life up front. Mark's financial advice for our financial advice podcast sports and financial advice that's my podcast jam i've never bought a lottery ticket in my life because i insist on staying ahead let's see have i ever bought a lottery ticket maybe um once once my wife wanted to get the japanese lottery ticket she was super excited about it but we didn't win anything what's that like i feel like the japanese lottery would be like there would be a thousand winners each of thousand dollars or something. I, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, it just has it's a big. Lo- I, I would prefer that than like you almost certainly will not win a million dollars. Yeah, I think the chances are a little higher. Like they, yeah, they. It's a little more socialist, I guess, in their lottery style. Yeah, sounds but, less evil. Yeah, this shows first against the wall when the Marxist revolution comes. That's for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the American lottery system is designed to crush 
thousands and thousands of people to create one more millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> Money's so important. That's incredible. So yeah. anyway, uh, you know, if you can't afford three kids, then, you know, maybe you don't have three kids. Right. Because you probably won't win the lottery. I mean, someone has to, but you probably, now I'm just giving advice to people as if as some, somehow that's incredible has turned me into a, into an advice column <laughs> yeah yeah that that's that that is incredible yes <laughs> so incredible. um okay. what are you going to do with your lump sum oh me i would buy the coolest looking ufo ass house in the world but oh okay yeah that's cool i thought you were going to have like a ufo like made for you or something like an actual I mean, ufo that'd be cool there, i don't know the only way to actually you can't really have a UFO because if it's if you see it, then it's identified, and then it's an identified. Like ninety percent of the UFOs would be like military, right? I haven't seen as uh, Elon Musk tried to make a saucer. Um, I don't know. He oh, he looks like he came not. to Earth in a saucer. Yeah, possibly. I think he just came to Earth in a penis shaped rocket. And uh, then left no, that's rocket. that's Bezos that does that. <laughs> uh anyway that's incredible let's move on to um motorcycle man yeah so it's, that that one's kind of like i guess that was like a standard for them where they show person with disability you know gets to drive something like i said it, it was maybe it was like a 10 year old kid it was definitely a kid way too young to be driving who had no arms driving the the farm truck around um <laughs> like i gotta say to- this guy seems nice but he seems like he has some kind of partial paralysis that makes it a teensy bit irresponsible to put him on the road at full speed, even even though he doesn't have to deal with balance issues. The motorcycle brings up. Yeah, it, also, made, it may it long no longer be roadworthy as it was back in 1980. Yeah, it really seemed like the uh, the highway patrol did a safety check. It looked like just a highway patrolman came and like looked at it. It was like, well, I looked at it. And then he's just on the road. That's he's it. like, it was insane, but I couldn't really say no. <laughs> I mean, that said, we do allow self-driving cars to exist, even though they don't work. Well, as I as I already mentioned on this podcast, they did have the uh, self-driving car hit a Paralympian in the uh, Olympic Village in Tokyo this year. <laughs> wow, that is uh, that's incredible. It is, yeah. That see, that's the, kind of, the modern. That's incredible when they reboot. Do the gritty reboot of this. That's what they'll have in it. <laughs> I heard uh, just today on the news something like Tesla had to recall like eleven thousand cars. So <laughs> it'll be the gritty Not- reboot where they have tousled hair and five o'clock shadows, including the woman. Yeah, yeah. What would they do? That's incredible. Now would just be like, look at this Kickstarter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess that's why we don't have shows like this anymore. Also, because of the the as you said, the whack editing style, which is modern, I guess, to an extent, but also, I mean, there's the show is so much of its time as well. That is true. I mean, yeah, it's it is super. Good Morning America, like John Tesh. I know John Tesh isn't the guy, but he's got some serious John Tesh vibes going on. He was on Entertainment Tonight, same vibe, kind of. I never yeah. watched Good Morning America. You had to get up for that. See, I watched that a bunch when I was a kid. Ah, okay. No, I think I just had PBS on and all the bizarro 
educational things from Canada they'd show on there. <laughs> well, they, I mean, I did see a lot of the prices, right? So if you ever want to do a, uh, an eighties prices, right? <laughs> I'm sure yeah. a lot of other people feel the same way. It's just sort of- <laughs> So now, now we can properly talk about the, the sword guy. I'm going to take mm-hmm. 23 inches of steel down your throat. What was the co-host's name? Her name was like Katie Crosby or something. Yeah, I should have written down their names, but I didn't. <laughs> I got to say, that was, she was seriously into it. I, I felt like if that was a party, she would have just given him her number like right away. Mm. She was seriously into it. She probably did. That's what maybe she did that ran off with some of the guests. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, incredible. I don't know if you if you've learned to eat blades, did you waste your life? I mean, it's not I mean, I guess it's a slightly marketable skill, but it's not particularly practical. I know a few people who have skill sets that include things like that and they don't really do it for a living. I don't think that I would assume that guy just went back to New Jersey and then like went back to his construction job or something. I don't think that's like, Hey guys, I was on last incredible last week. As, as great as his outfit was. And it was, it, Oh, the outfit was fantastic. That's what I remember. I don't remember what it looks like. I just remember the outfit. It was like bright blue and red. Yeah. So, um, like, yeah, I did. I did want to see her kill him, but I guess that's for a Tim and Eric. A sketch did you yeah did you also notice that he kind of like stopped her abruptly like she was going too far yeah <laughs> she was about you know, I'm, yeah. I'm i'm about to do involuntary manslaughter on a <laughs> set here you can't, you can't say a safe word if your uh if your mouth is full of sword ah good point Aww. yes yes <laughs> but at least she, like you said at least she was into it because i think a lot of people might not be into it so <laughs> yeah, I think it's the people who are not into it would like the confidence to like put the sword in all the way. Right. That's where you really get fucked up is when the sword doesn't go in all. <laughs> okay. I mean, the the, the next thing true. is where in, the next one is where they give you this nice sunny like quote unquote inspirational story. But when you start to think about it, you're like, this is some probably some dark shit going on under you know behind this surface here. <laughs> yeah. Again, ten children. That's where that's where we are, right? Yeah, yeah. Was it ten? Okay. In outline form, they should. <laughs> yes, ten children. I mean, and, and then the mom dies, and you're like, "Where did where where actually is that?" <laughs> she has to. She ha- She manages to find homes for all of them, and then visits all of them, posing as an aunt, and then dies. Yeah. Right. That's like dark. Yeah. Meanwhile, I guess the uh, the dad was like, "Oh shit, I can't deal with this," and ran off. I don't even know if they mentioned the dad like once. I know did that's they? the point. Maybe they did once, but I think, yeah. But anyway, I'm like, this is like, they make it sound like a nice, sunny, God fearing Midwest story, but you're like, this probably is not, you know, a particularly happy tale when you, if you look into the details. It's how long are the 30, 30 years without talking to each other? So, yeah, that's I like- think they said that. That's a little weird. It seemed like maybe a couple of them knew each other. Right, right. Demoted from mother to aunt, then from life. But yeah, yeah. This is where I started like wondering if this is like a um MK Ultra 
fodder or something right <laughs> so do you think that do you think that they actually did know each other and just sort of pretended to not know each other for the story or do you think that they did the, something the producers like probably told them to act like they don't actually know each other <laughs> makes them sense. easier round up right oh there we yeah. go uh, they said the father was crippled and i put dot 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 with alcoholism <laughs> yeah i'd say the movie version was when we get to that and it shows the clip from the movie version and Anne margarets like, I'm dying. What do you mean you're dying? I'll fucking kill you. It's like <laughs> the guy was just going to beat her to death for, for daring to be dying. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I said certainly deadbeat dad isn't showing up again. But um, and then so I guess they put the darker corners in there. And then, of course, Anne margaret shows up as a guest on That's Incredible. And she looks like yeah. she would like to be anywhere else. Possible. Yeah, she looks like she's completely unprepared. She doesn't want to be there. She doesn't know. She's embarrassed. She, she was at she was at gunpoint five minutes earlier, or right before walking onto the stage. <laughs> what? How much you want to bet that one or two of the kids, kids, adults? How much you want to bet that one or two of the siblings went up to her in the back behind the show? And it's like, hey, yeah. saw mother did, bitch. Mm-hmm. And then she is just like had to be on stage with them. Or or maybe like there was some lawsuits because this is an interesting thing that you may not have known, but I checked IMDb. That movie came out in 1983. Oh, okay. So so this this could be later. Again, I'm like not sure about the day. The movie was in whatever. There were clips from this movie and it did not come out for three years. I, so, I'm not 100% sure that the de- YouTube date on this was correct. So well, it could have been more contemporary. And I just have to say that's incredible. <laughs> I mean, this show is pretty weird. And it's, it's not like, you know, like Star Trek or something where you can find like, you know, detailed production notes and trivia on like everything, right? This is kind of like, again, this is ephemeral film we look at. And there's like somebody who's dressed as like the lawyer guy at the con. Or yeah. just like your motorcycle guy. Right. <laughs> that would be cool. Oh, yeah, and then they get back to the vehicles, right? I, I assume we're finished with the family, right? I mean, yeah, they're 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 fine. They've, they were I'm there. Sure they, some money from that. they weren't that interesting, <laughs> to be fine. honest. Their is still alive. Probably then they're still like, alive. hey, we're having the, the longest race in the world. I'm like, for two days. I'm like, isn't the Tour de France like two weeks? <laughs> that was a That was a fun... I wrote down that this was like a cross between Burning Man and a soapbox derby. Yeah, they had some nice like Benny Hill music, bass and brass while the <laughs> while the it looked fun. I feel like they could have made the whole show about that. Yeah, and they only spent like two minutes on it. Um that, that one truck looked like Optimus Prime though, didn't it? Yeah, and there was something that looked sort of like the wheel guy from Twisted Metal, but it was like inflatable. Oh I don't know. But yeah, I was I was just waiting for a um a a transformer and that didn't happen. So yeah, they're okay. only they're only making those now. I don't think we're going to see real transformers until like now. Um, the last piece is like I don't even know what they're trying to say. Look at this, John Davis, a man who apparently was a complete prick and destroyed his life, and now he's. I mean, he got a stroke or whatever. So there's that. But yeah, it was a bizarre story again i'm sure the corners are much darker than the show makes it out to see that was at best a disjointed narrative i was unclear 
I was not entirely clear on what he did wrong. I was definitely very unclear on how he got his life back. It looked like he just called a guy at the bar and gave him like Riddler like puzzles and the guy was interested. <laughs> so he reinstated his and it also sounded like I mean did, do you, did I misinterpret this or did it seem like they didn't revoke his license to practice law until after he'd been homeless for a while? It like sounds it just, that's what it sounded like. So I, I guess we should say he was a lawyer. He had like a stroke or something in the early 60s. Um, well, it's that he got hit like a car accident. That was the main thing, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm, I mean, I'm watching stuff late at night. So, <laughs> no, it's totally fine. It anyway, all get, kind of washes over you. Is that syndrome? Yeah, yeah. There's like eight stories here. I can't keep all the details straight. Um, <laughs> okay, he has his car accident and then becomes like an alcoholic prick or, or something. Yeah, and I gotta say, at no point during the segment did it feel like he got his brain all the way back. It seemed like no. he was still. He, that's like why it, I said stroke. He, he was talking like, so he sounded like someone who was having or had a stroke. I mean, I can't rule out the possibility that he always sounded like that, but he was definitely like, uh, if somebody was like he turned into a cult leader or some or cult follower, then uh, I wouldn't be very surprised. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's it seemed a little new age or whatever. Of course, it has to be all like Christian. That was one thing, just how strong the like kind of religious right thing was seeping through this whole show oh yeah i mean all of society 1980 was i don't know it was sort of the beginning of it in a way where it was it was it was both like really prevalent and also just extremely accepted to the point where people weren't even paying attention to it Exactly. And and for me, you know, it's, it's like getting a blast for a full blast in the face from 1980 of it. Also, you know, we just don't get into Japan. There's no such thing as a um, as a extreme, not an extreme Zen Buddhist, you know, that's <laughs> most the most extreme you get the there is this would be just like the most chill. Right. Yeah. I was about to say extreme for Zen Buddhism would be shaving your head and becoming a monk at a temple, you know, <laughs> just like in a coma and they're extreme Zen Buddhists. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's it's a weird thing where forgiveness is pushed just so hard. It's like yeah. there were things like, you know, I mean, you're talking about during that era, right around the time this aired, some of the worst serial killers in American history were caught. A right. lot of them got to just have redemption stories because, you know, Ted Bundy, um, I think Son of Sam, at least a little bit, kind of like, these religious people or or maybe just yeah could you could you could you have a um a that's incredible sketch uh sketch uh segment for for john wayne gacy you know he killed all his people but but now he's he's uh rehabilitated painting clowns (laughs) yeah now he does he does clowns and uh he uh yeah i mean he was already a community leader guy beforehand so it's like yeah so he's redeemed himself after murdering people yeah i mean to be fair his last words were kiss my ass so <laughs> it's, at least he was kind of honest yeah. yeah at least he stayed true to the end not like john davis here yeah john davis killed just inordinate amounts of people and nobody even cares 
Yeah, because it was all in Skid Row in West Virginia. I did. I it did blow my mind when they're trying to show you like the urban scenes of West Virginia. I guess they have it if you look in the right place. Of course they do, but it was just like you just don't think of what uh, you know Charleston is the big city. I've and never. I actually no. My first time in West Virginia was pretty recently, and pretty much it was just driving through it. That's most people's experiences of West Virginia. I think <laughs> we did. Uh, we did stop for pepperoni rolls, though they were great. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, I put at the end. Also, I want what? I, oh, incredible escape from prison. That's what I wanted to see. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should note that every segment has to be like some oh. kind of incredible thing at the end. Oh God, the uh, the the guy who wrote it wrote in, and he was like, "My wife's cooking is terrible." And it's like that's inedible. Yeah. Terrible. Is that, that that's terrible? <laughs> Everything is terrible, right? <laughs> but this is a Jewish show called That's Terrible. We'll just be like people talking about how bad their their life is. That's, that's most terrible. that's most reality TV, I believe. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. As there isn't as much of a uh, gaze on it. It's there, there. There will be a live studio audience in usual like reality TV. Sorry, why did I write I'm King of the Joystick? Because there was a preview for uh, an arcade something or other that, next step. Oh, that's the episode like, I should have gotten. Oh, well. Because, yeah, I just took a stab in the dark here. Just again, here. I just wanted to find one with a print that was like watchable. Oh, it looked good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because some of them look like yeah. hazy VHS, right? So, yeah, I mean, this is for, for, all, my, for all my jabs at it, it is very fascinating. Yeah, it's still it's 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 a like the show just assumes that you're in the exact same mind frame as them, and they're totally in a different mind frame than most people watching it, particularly now will be. You know, have you um watched any sort of modern talk shows, kind of like The View or Ellen or something like that? Never. Not at all. Not at all. Check. I've seen them a couple of times, just being at you know a service waiting for my car to get fixed at a uh, dealership or something. And it's like really upsetting how enthusiastic the audience is. Like, <laughs> the audience is sort of like jumping and hooting and hollering and throwing fists or whatever. And it's just like, it, it makes me tired to watch it. It makes me scared. Yeah. In Japan, you know, they have the talk shows like that. Of course, I don't understand a lot because it's my Japanese isn't that great, but they always have the panel of people. And it's always like, oh, they're famous TV talent. Oh, why, why are they famous for? Because they're TV talent. They just show up on all the panel shows. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, guess the, are the audiences for those shows like just nuts? I don't know. <laughs> no, no, it's Japan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't even think, I don't even think they show the audience if they have an audience. So yeah, yeah it's, it's probably just like, on a set. It would be so weird to me to be expected to uh, just kind of act like a, a no, I don't actually yeah they very you very rarely see audiences on Japanese television just for the you know music shows you might because you know and um, anything else there was, I think I had another yeah, oh yeah, pretty much just music shows sorry go ahead. yeah pretty much just music shows I, I, I feel like they don't have like the uh, live studio talk show thing so much in Japan is there uh, are there music shows with really weird stuff like Oh, God, yes. 
Yeah. I'll send you clips if you want. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I got one right on them. Oh, some of the bizarro, like they'll have the like person who's been on the New Year's so for like 50 years or like 80 now singing Inca and just this insane stage production. Like um, one lady who comes on every year, um, she's like in a dress that just goes on like forever and makes the rest of the stage while there's like twirling lights and people like, you know, doing acrobatics around her and stuff. It's like totally bizarre. Nice. <laughs> no, I'll find some of that. That's hey, that might be more interesting than uh, some of the stuff in the show. Uh, that's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I think that what I was going to say to tie it all together is that that's incredible. The thing that makes it is the audience that you are, that what they are doing, <laughs> they're trotting all this stuff out in front of a bunch of people who have to like scream at it which is weird yeah i don't know if it's true for something like this show but i know sitcoms you know those live student audiences sometimes have to sit there for like five hours well yeah and a lot of times they have to have i know that they have to have a, like warm-up comedians go out and do like stand-up just to like yeah that's get- what i was thinking when you're mentioning the the talk show um you know, uh, crowds going insane that they've probably been, you know, well, they have been prepped, I'm sure. So they've been handed out like free cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> you should get a job warming up audiences. That'd, that'd be... I've heard that is a terrible job. Yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> hey, you guys ready to have some fun? Let me tell you some jokes. And to the point that I think Conan O'Brien used to do it for his own audience and people were like, what the hell are you doing? Why are you you're the <laughs> nicest person in the world? You're actually, <laughs> but yeah. So okay, that's it. it is a, this is kind of just an interesting uh, cultural bauble to uh, stare at for a while. I mean, yeah. I, again, there are like I said, they they weren't in this particular episode, but there were a few of their bits that did stick in my brain for eternity. So I guess that's same saying something. <laughs> I mean, I for sure want the uh, wheelchair motorcycle. I, I yeah, yeah. everybody wants that that's basically a go-kart right yeah it is a go-kart it's <laughs> like for as much as i was like oh well that doesn't seem safe i live <laughs> in atlanta there are people who there are a group of young people who just drive clusters of atvs and stuff through intersections <laughs> through red lights cops, you know, starting to i've seen a guy in like a four-wheel atv do like a wheelie just last for like a mile oh that's cool Okay, I don't. I, that must have been after my time there. Oh yeah, we're, I'm talking like 2018 until now. Okay, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah, after 2020, right? Especially then. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'll, I'll do the little pluggy thing for this show, I guess. Oral hygiene on Facebook. It's on Twitter. It's part of the podcast umbrella on Patreon of Podcastio Podcastius. Um, you can do that. You can hear about sci-fi movies or, or um, video games, things like that. Are you up to anything? It's like um, I have a Twitter. Where is it? I'm trying to see what who I'm. Uh, I think Stunrunner Music. I would theoretically be making music, but I'm just giving you my Twitter because I'm not really, I'm not really using that either. But you know, maybe I'll put something on it. Just send them some threats via Twitter. Yeah, just I'll just tweet out that's incredible every day. <laughs> All right. Well, incredible podcast. Ah. Did you advance the film strip? 
Are you on the final page? Well done.